Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello and welcome everyone. This is Louise Crooks, the Keys to Clarity Coach on uh, KTC Radio. That's short for Keys to Clarity Radio. And today we have a very, very special uh, thought leader discussion on uh, Keys to Clarity Radio that I'm just so thrilled and excited to, to host and, and share with you today. The topic is called Uncertainty is the New Normal, and we have our three fabulous thought leader guests with us to discuss it with you and with me, um, Dennis Blackett, Andrea J. Lee, and Lisa Ball. So just want to let you know who we've got with us today and um, share a little bit about what's happening on the show and with um, who these guests are and, and what this topic is all about before we jump in. So just a little bit about um, Keys to Clarity Radio. If you're he- new here and haven't uh, heard the show before, um, you're here with me, your host, Louise Crooks, the Keys to Clarity Coach. I'm a visibility and community building strategist and coach for folks in the healing and well-being professions. I'm a speaker, author, and, of course, radio show host. And I'm all about helping you get the word out about what you do and how you attract your ideal clients into your community through creating visibility for yourself. You get to do it authentically while being prosperous and making a difference. I believe in spiritual alignment with all you do. In living this way, we can live the lives we truly desire. I love online visibility as a way to help soul-driven business owners build their businesses, which is one of the reasons why Keys to Clarity Radio was born at the beginning of 2008. Uh, We're here to support soul-driven business owners to success through spiritual, personal, and business growth through the expertise of the most amazing guests and leading-edge discussions. Uh, feel free to browse the archives to find recordings of shows with guests the likes of Marsha Weeder, Ali Brown, Michael Port, Greg Moores, Mary Allen, and Michael Lozier, just to name a few. And if you'd like to get updates about the show and what's coming up, um, you can do that by visiting keystoclarity.com as well as exploring the great information I share on my site too. Before we jump in and get started, just a couple of little important details. Feel free to tweet while listening and use the, um, the hashtag KTC Radio. We also have a chat room open to connect with like-minded listeners and ask questions during the show. So feel free to go to the chat room. Um, you can find that by um, going to the show profile. An easy way to find that is just clicking on budurl.com. That's B-U-D-U-R-L.com forward slash uncertainty ktc uncertainty ktc and you'll scroll down and you'll see the chat that will start to open um, if you'd like to participate in the chat um, rather than lurk in the chat i would in- encourage you to register with blog talk radio with a username and password so that you can hop back over and, and have a conversation with us there or, or ask your questions beautiful so today, the topic is, as I said, uncertainty is the new normal. And you might be feeling a little topsy-turvy in your life or, or, or your business. Um, it can feel like the ground is shift, it keeps shifting under our feet with a, a feeling of uncertainty around every corner. And in these times, economic times, um, challenges face us every day. There's so much changing going on. Um, there's lots of illness and death seems prevalent. The world is in flux. Spirituality is in a huge shift right now, 
and it seems like what's working in our business once before is no longer um and uncertainty prevails you know in every corner of our lives so it seems like the perfect time for this conversation i'm so excited that we have our guests with us here today I'd like to introduce each of our guests. So, uh, Andrea, um, hi, Andrea. Great to have you on the call. Hi there. Great to be here. I know you've got a, um, a bit of a, a throaty thing going on, so uh, hopefully we won't strain you, your your uh, larynx too much. And um, I'd like to share a little bit about you. So, um, Andrea Jaley is an entrepreneurial futurist with her finger on the pulse of the entrepreneurial spirit and how it can show up to change the world. Throughout her life, Andrea has done one thing, help those she loves make money. Not once, but twice, she has helped reinvent the coaching industry and knows just one thing for sure, the entrepreneurial spirit is everywhere, looking for a place to make a difference. She is the trusted source of coaching pioneer Thomas Leonard's intellectual property and the architect behind the pink spoon marketing craze. She has the finger on the pulse of new ways entrepreneurs can make money on the leading edge and future-proof their businesses against uncertainty. She is the visionary founder and host of the Wealthy Thought Leader three-day conference, combining an experiential training for business owners who crave usable tools, thinking, and energy that helps them leave behind cookie-cutter formulas. And Andrea feels exceedingly blessed to work with five, six, seven, and eight-figure business owners intent on redefining success for themselves and then achieving it. And you can learn more about Andrea at WealthyThoughtLeader.com. And um, Andrea is my personal coach, so, you know, that can't be a big enough <laughs> endorsement. Mm. I just love Andrea. Andrea, you're, you're fabulous. Um, I've been to, I think, like three out of the four uh, wealthy thought leader uh, events that you have, and um, it's just so wonderful being connected to you. It's an so honor, Louise. It's <laughs> an honor. Thank you for having me. Yep. Oh, it's a pleasure, absolute pleasure. And, of course, Andrea has been on the show before, so it's great to have you back. And then we have our illustrious um, guest, Lisa Bowles. And Lisa is a colleague of mine. She's fabulous. She's uh, part of um, the community um, in which I I hang with Andrea. And she hails from Ontario, Canada. Lisa Bowles is an internationally renowned coach and consulting astrologer, web TV personality, and consumer marketing specialist. Such a plethora of um, wisdom there. She is the former talk radio host of Toronto's Small Business Big Ideas show and was named one of 2011's fastest-growing inspirational businesses. She is also the CEO of Soul Fulfilled Living, a group of companies dedicated to helping international change agents, thought leaders, and purposeful entrepreneurs answer their life's deep callings through deepest callings through business while restoring the soul of business itself. And you can find out more about Lisa at thesoulmap.com, thesoulmap.com. Welcome, Lisa. It's so wonderful to have you here. Thank you. I don't think I've been called illustrious before. (laughs) Well, you truly are. You shine. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's really good to be here. Great, great. Awesome. And our third but not least is Janet Blackett. Janet Blackett. Are you there, Janice? I am. I am here. Awesome. Great. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, I've been connected with Janice for, Janice for uh, quite a long time and have actually participated mm-hmm. in one of her courses. So it's great to have you here, Janice. Janice Blackett, yeah, Janice Blackett has fast become regarded as the change agent. She playfully invites people around the globe to open to greater energy, oneness, and possibility. With a background in nutritional sciences blended with her unique approach to change, Janice has an ability to profoundly deepen her clients' lives. Janice is the author of several books and programs, including Seven Dragons, A Guide to a Limitless Mind, and her upcoming transformational chick-lit novel called Awakening Souls. How exciting. Janice has been a contributing author to several other books featuring Donald Trump, Jack Canfield, and Stephen Covey. She's also been on many television and radio shows, including Martha Stewart Radio, NPR, and Fox News. She runs a seven-figure conscious-based company with multiple programs, products, and events, including the New Wealth Experience, a global change movement inspiring over 40,000 people to raise their conscious awareness and change. And I just love that. Um, Mm. You do those tele-summits, Janice, fabulous. And then you have the upcoming Crazy Rich and Free to Be, an event designed to change wealth through oneness. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Looking forward yeah. to hearing more about that. And cool. you can find out more about Janice on Janice.com, and that's spelled J E N E T H dot com. Yay! Welcome! Yay, it's great to have you. all of you. You're here. It's such a, um, a, you know, so wonderful to have three such fabulous. Um, thought leaders and change agents um, on the show today. And, you know, with such an important topic that we we have in front of us, um, you know, it's on the top of everyone's mind, I think, at the moment with us be, living in a time which is so, um, feels so volatile. You know, it's like those, the earth is shifting under our feet all the time. And particularly in business, you know, I think, uh, you know, we have many soul-driven business owners listening to this show and a lot of them are feeling confused, um, not sure quite what steps to take, often looking for that magic bullet and um, needing, you know, some support to help to um, embrace this feeling of uncertainty, which we see as a new normal. What I'd love to hear as a way to get us started is, um, you know, why you think uncertainty is the new normal and perhaps uh, we can just um, you know whoever wants to to get the ball rolling feel free to to chime in and and share what you think you know why you think uncertainty is the new normal Mm, yeah i'm happy to speak yeah andrea can speak to it i'm happy to speak to it too i love the topic Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, sure, I thought I that think, was Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I can I can kick us. I know I'm I'm ho- oh, I'm on my Go husky on. bedroom voice going on. So hopefully it, my comments are just as alluring as the sound of my voice. <laughs> but, Go ahead, um, Andrea. I mean, I think that the the main reason this theme is so alive right now is that our awareness of the uncertainty has become heightened. So it's very much that uncertainty has always been the status quo, but we haven't been awake enough to know. Does that make sense? So um, if you think about for a moment, just drop into the cellular level of living of each human being that's on this call and listening to this call, we are teeming with uncertainty 
there's, there are cells in our body that don't know what they're going to become in this moment. There are cells in the grass that are, that's growing outside in the front of my lawn that doesn't know wh- whether it's going to be a seed or a piece of grass or is it going to die. So uncertainty is actually a fundamental principle of life, right? It's just that we've our awareness has been heightened of it. We've come to an evolutionary place that we actually know that that's the case. At least that's my take on it. And thank Great, God Andrea. for that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, it feels like we're at such a turning point, doesn't it? You know that uh, it's it's hard not to notice it any longer. We're 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 you know it's like the universe is shouting to us to wake up and 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 um, and drop into that. Um, go ahead, Janice. Uh, great. Thanks, Andrea, for getting us uh, the, started with this question. Yeah, I, and I think for me, it's not just awareness, but. You know, one of the things that totally changed my life is, well, when I had expectations, I created those expectations. And when I had conclusions or probability or risk thoughts about my future, I created that probability and that risk and that thought about my future. And today we get to step into a place where it's only possibility and it and uncertainty in my energy and my mind is truly possibility so we don't have to go in our head and in our being into risk and probability but we can totally step into the energy of well i don't know what the future holds so what else is possible so from that's how i see the future is we can choose to step into probability and risk and be like, oh, it's uncertain, so I'll hold back. Or we can step into it as, I don't know what is certain, so I'm just going to choose and create my life from this place of possibility. Mm-hmm. So that's my perspective and energy on this and love the topic. Mm, great, Janice. It's that it's that. It's that opportunity to acknowledge that uncertainty is here, so what can we do with it? That's what I'm hearing as you, as you speak there. Beautiful. Yeah. Great. Thanks so much. And, and um, Lisa, do you have anything you'd like to say about well, I love what both Andrea Dennis have had to say, and I would just add a couple of things on to because they've laid such a great groundwork. Um Andrea's absolutely right. You know, we've become aware that we're floating in uncertainty all the time. But what we haven't quite keyed into yet and what I'm beginning to watch us key into um, is the understanding that that's actually the good news. See, right now we're approaching a lot that all the uncertainty is bad news, but the truth is the fact that we're aware of that, it actually speaks to our advancement, that we've moved so far in the direction of being able to to know this, to, to, to begin to be able to stand in that tension creatively that speaks to a state of readiness that we've never been at before. And knowing that, then, if you turn to what Janet just shared, raw, it means that we're ready to deal with possibility rather than sit or stew um, and ruminate in negative probability. It means that we're more ready than we've ever been before. And I'm not sure everybody has really moved in that direction yet, but I'm beginning to see us too, and conversations like this means that we can open that door together. Mm. Great, Lisa. Thank you so much for 
enlarging on that. Yeah, it's definitely this opportunity. There's so much suffering going on because of it, and yet there's there's this opportunity that seems to be presenting itself as we wake up to possibility. Um, but it's it's that it's that recognizing, isn't it, that um, you know through suffering and and what and the pain we might be experiencing that there is something different to choose. Um, thank you for that. Awesome. This is just so juicy. All right. So um, we, we're living in uncertain times. You know, how would you describe it in the light of what you, you're seeing and hearing in the lives of your clients and community? I think it would be really helpful to get some a sense of what's going on out there and um, you know what people are experiencing uh, that you're observing uh, uh, in in general right now. Well, I'll, right. I'll jump in. It's Lisa. Sorry, was yeah. that you, Jenna? No, go ahead. Okay. I always have something to say. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I think that could be said of all of us, my friend. Um, <laughs> uh, well, to go back to the um, you know what Andrea. Uh, brought up at first, it, it, you know, as we all become more aware of the fact and tell the truth about the fact that, you know, uncertainty is all around. And and I think tell the truth that uncertainty is not new, but it has always been here. You know, it's kind of like um, we've, uh, you know, a snake um, losing a, uh, the old skin. We're more sensitive to the truth of things. Um, and because we're more sensitive, we don't quite, we're not quite acclimatized yet. So one of the things I'm watching an awful lot is people really wanting to become acclimatized. They don't quite know yet um, why they are feeling so sensitive, that it's actually part of who they are and part of this new degree of awareness, and that it actually equips them with all kinds of heightened capacities. But because they're oversensitive right now, heightened, they don't quite know how to be this, um, there's a lot of, you know, overwhelm, a little bit of breathlessness, Ooh, what do I do with So it, one of the things that I've been helping a lot of people do and helping myself with too is how do we handle this very early phase of sensitivity and then help ourselves be accustomed, um, become more accustomed to being here and feeling our way, using these capacities to feel the way without feeling overwhelmed or overcharged. So there's new boundary setting, new energy management, um, learning how to be creative while in this new way, um, and just taking better care of ourselves while learning how to trust what we're kind of feeling and sensing as we open ourselves up. So it's it's personal management as well as innovation or creativity management too, and then navigating new relationships or old relationships in new ways, and particularly with being in business itself. Wow. Wonderful. Something that came up for, for me through that, uh, through what you were saying there, Lisa, was, you know, in the awareness um, that uh, truth comes through, and I think part of that is that we can't hide from it anymore. Um, mm. I think that's what's happening in in this huge evolutionary shift, you know, for all of us um, in life and, and in business. Uh, we can't hide from it anymore. It's just so up up in your face that. Um, we have to make some choices. So um, thank you so much for sharing that. Awesome. Janice, were you going to share something? Yeah. And then for me, what I feel like my clients are, I mean, they're just scared. 
there's yeah. just a lot of fear. But, um, you know, I mean, and it runs on all different levels. I mean, a big part is what's going on with the global economy. You know, do I hold back or do I play bigger or, you know, I'm afraid to invest? A lot of that seems to come from this idea of fear. And when every every time and everywhere somebody comes into this energy of fear, I have them to explore that fear. And I ask them, is that really fear or is it excitement? And almost 99.99% of the time, they they can perceive that energy of fear as some sort of excitement. And I think that there is this place that we can be where excitement and this uncertainty is really truly a place of an, a door opening versus a door shutting. So I find that a lot of people come to me in fear, but we can shift that energy space and consciousness around fear into a real true being of excitement that they don't have to run from, but they truly can be in this place of, yes, you know, what questions can I ask to open the door of possibility, to open the door of choice so that I can be a greater contribution in my life and my business? Yeah, it's that it's that switching, isn't it, from being mm-hmm. in that place of fear into a place of choice. And I, I guess that's where the work needs to happen um, or the attention needs to be placed. Thanks for that, uh, Janice. Really interesting. Um, so, Andrea, um, how are you seeing it showing up, you know, in, in the lives of your clients and community? I'm, I'm sure that you'll have some great insights into what's happening, you know, through conversations that have already been started in our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I take the, the entrepreneurial perspective on this one um, to give us, you know, yet a, a third lens to look through it at, yeah. um, I would say that um, what's really invigorating for me is that small business owners are, um, whether they are consciously doing it or not, they're experimenting more um, because they have to. So, you know, the saying necessity is the mother of invention. Well, uncertainty is causing us to be so um, unable to fall back on what used to work, what should be a formula, what should be steps that, you know, stick, stick, you know, one, two, three, and four should come next. Because it's not happening, people are having to jib and tack and, you know, pull down the sail and, and, and really engage with that uncertainty from a business perspective. And that might look like um, testing new income streams, piloting things, more beta, um, being more nimble and able to make quick decisions uh, to course correct. And uh, that's super-duper exciting. Um, and I think that the opportunity in, in taking that experimentation even to the next level is that, um, and I see this not just with clients um, but also in my own businesses, that because things are so uncertain, I I, I don't know about you guys, but it, it feels a lot more to me each morning like, you know what, I don't have to make decisions or invest my energy into incremental change or incremental service or adding value in any other small step kind of way. So much is changing around me. I am much more free to 
you know, do a Beethoven, like crumple up all my pieces of paper, throw them out and say, you know what, we're changing this completely and taking a leap um, into this unknown because everything's unknown anyway. So why should I baby step my way into the future? Wow, that's powerful stuff, Andrea. Um, and it it it, it kind of lifts the veil on on us um, wanting to have things laid out for us. You know, there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who um, get comfort from, you know, having a path in front of them, having the step by step process to implement something, and knowing that there's a, a certain amount of certainty that that's going to work and you know, I'm hearing something very different from you, you know, that we live in a time where that that's not working anymore. Do you want to say a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think the analogy that I would use is really that of a surfer. When you look at documentaries back in, you know, the early 50s and so on, when they were just discovering this sport called surfing, um, you know, there were the people who were timid about it and kind of went out and, you know, and tried to do a little bit of something. But the the leap forward into surfing becoming this enormous ride, these giant wave things, was when people were incredibly brave and just went out and stood out on those big, big waves. That feels like what's possible right now. It's really contrarian to imagine that, you know, just look at the business that you're creating, Louise the businesses that Janice and Lisa and I are also creating and leading. This is inexplicable leaps of evolution in business. The kinds of businesses that we're building now um, confound logic. If we were to ask somebody from 30 years ago to say, oh, you know, look at Janice's business. Like, what? That's a business? <laughs> and it's it's not just a business. It's an incredible, thriving, profitable, powerful business. Um so that, I think, illustrates the best that I can in this moment, the opportunity that's available to entrepreneurs right now to really shape that future, um, create that future through the service in these, these um, heretofore unimaginable businesses. Mm. Or Great, beyond imaginable. Uh, yeah. I love, yeah. I love that. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, Andrea, because, you know, my heart is just like, yeah. You know, because, you know, I'm, you know, been doing these, you know, tele-summit programs, you know, which has just become a piece of my business now, and my business has exploded around that. Um, and I'm actually leaving that. And I'm going into a different invent, inventive and innovative area um, that is really, truly unique. And I, you know, and... That's a, and a part of that is me going into this place of uncertainty. Well, what else could what what would be totally different, not done differently, but totally different? Mm-hmm. And me exploring those possibilities and asking questions around that and going, oh, you know, it's kind of like a kid in the candy store. Hmm, what kind of candy can I get today? And I I know that in you know my company and the growth of it is really truly it's become a place of play and uh, and creation and innovation and and Andrea just thank you for you know bringing that insight to everyone because i really believe that if we aren't doing something different and we're not being innovative we really aren't adding to the creation of this world we're missing the purpose of being human really <laughs> yeah, right. 
There's that purpose that. word again. Missing the purpose of being human. Right, because we're just kind of trying to figure things out and make things do and make money. And No, that's not what life's about. Life is about coming into play. Life is about creating, and life is about you know, really, truly changing, changing this world, changing this reality, and changing consciousness on this planet, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, somebody tell else is what you really now. think. <laughs> yeah, tell us what you really think. <laughs> right. Yeah, wow. well, you know, one, one thing about coming into yourself and being all of you is there's very little filter on my <laughs> my mouth sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> so, so what I what I heard there, Janet, as well, is this, it, it feels like a very big challenge to the people out there to to embrace that. And I'm wondering what you know. Say, for example, um, a life coach who's starting out their business and wanting to coach people, um, you know, or, or or someone who's an energy healer wants to go out and, and and heal people through energy work, you know, how can they interpret that as being doing something very different, experimenting, etc.? How, how can they how can they interpret that into their into their world? Yeah, well, in my work, it's all about staying in the question, really, truly staying in the question. So I would invite any energy healer or coach to ask the question: What is it? that I can do different today that will change my reality right away. Um, and and really, truly just follow the awareness, follow the energy around that, and from that place, you know, start to create and ask more questions and move into more expansion around that question. And, you know, the, you know truly, you know, energy healer already is kind of on the cutting edge is what I've, you know, I know that they don't think that they are, but, you know, and they're like, oh, well, I just do Reiki. Well, no, <laughs> you don't just do Reiki. And just the way, you know, just because you think you do it like everyone else doesn't mean you really do do it like everyone else. So what kind of edge can you have that brings in your unique personality, your unique beingness to this work? And how can you express that in a deep, profound way so that people really get it? Mm, beautiful. Thanks, Janice. Lisa, do you have anything you'd like to, to share about this thought? Well, I, I love the way that Dennis just talked about, you know, connecting everything back to the, the reason why we're even here, the purpose behind life itself. And, and I would even go further and, and take it to the purpose of business. Um, yeah. Is that generally isn't a question we ask when we talk about being in business? I mean, we think about mission statements or we think about visions, but we don't often think about the purpose behind business beyond the making of money, um, or perhaps letting us do something we love. When you really think about it, and, and I'm seeing this everywhere, and, and Jenna speaking about it speaks to this very much, and what Andrea just said a little while ago speaks to it very much. It's it's recognizing that we're beginning to wake up to the actuality that there's a purpose to business if we want there to be, and from my perspective, there there actually is a purpose to business, that the soul of business in some respects has been lost for a while. And now that we are reclaiming these abilities and we're waking up to possibility and telling the truth about uncertainty, 
then we can proceed with a whole new degree of purpose. We could change the game entirely, and we could do it from a place we've never really had access to consciously before. As far as I'm concerned, that's a great reason to get up in the morning. Yeah, for sure. I think so many people are looking for meaning and and how they can live with a sense of purpose in in what they do in business, and it's happening more and more, which is just so awesome. And And it really turns upside down what what we're looking at and what we're hearing in the headlines, in the newspaper. I mean, it really does. It turns it on its ear and invites us, if we let it, um, to engage with what's in front of us. Um, from a whole new perspective and, and with far more control than we likely think or feel like we have. Mm, interesting. It's that it's that duality, isn't it, that's happening in that moment. It's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Andrew, do you have any thoughts on what's being said so at the moment, you know, with this, this bigness of this idea for, you know, people um, who who just feel like they just, you know, in their business, trying to do their thing, you know, what, what? how can they interpret that? You know, it's glorious. You know, I just want to say ditto, you know, and sound really smart if I say ditto because this is such juicy <laughs> stuff that you're invo- evoking from all of us. Um, I think if I were to take a little bit of a practical turn in the moment, you know, if we have listeners who are saying and raising their hands saying, that's all very well and good, but what do I do today? You know, what what's a tangible piece that I can do today? You can hold this vibration certainly without a doubt, and you can do that today. Um, but one of the things that I would like to say in terms of a cautionary note is that to stop comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. This is an era in which that is a, a cr- critically, like mission critically important thing. Um, looking at other people, celebrating other people, all of those things are natural. But when you think about the great works in life, you know, whether it be something like the Sphinx or the Great Wall of China or, you know, Beethoven's Six or whatever it is, those people did not go around and compare, look at everybody else, what they were composing, and then write their thing. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're asking yourself, you know, what is that purpose of my business then, as Lisa so brilliantly describes it, um, how can I be full-on and not just a, another Reiki practitioner, as Jennifer describes it, observe, celebrate, notice, but go deep within and ask yourself what your great work is. It's not going to come from comparing yourself to others. Mm, that's wise words there, Andrea. I see that happening so much, particularly with people starting out, wanting, you know, looking at uh, leaders in our industry and wanting to be where they are right now, and it's not necessarily their path. Um, and of course, it's it's a recipe for failure when you're trying to do so much too quickly. Um, it's really it's, painful too. I think, yeah. really, right? It can be mm. very painful. Yeah. Yeah, very so much can, so because you. You're skipping a whole lot of steps that, uh, you know, are rich in that growth of your own journey, um, mm-hmm. uh, creating your own path. Yeah, awesome. So there, there's so much rich, richness here. Um, also, what I heard, especially when Janice was talking earlier, was this, this calling out for us to be, we're pioneers, we're, we're blazing new trails in a sense, particularly in our industry, you know, with coaching and healing um, alternative healing processes, things like that. Um, so we're being pioneers already, but um, you know, many people might not necessarily see themselves that way. You know, that they 
there's courage that it takes courage to step into into this new thing that you love, but it's also you're also blazing new trails. And at the same time, all this stuff is happening around you. You know, the world, you know, feels like it's wobbling on its axis. So, you know, with the impact of, of uncertainty affecting the ability sometimes to move forward, as well as having to embody certain qualities to be able to do that, can, can you share a little bit more about um, how they can make that possible and, and who they need to be to be able to do that? Yeah, in my work, we literally ask the question, what energy, space, and consciousness can you be to be in the courageous movement of all that you be? Anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate. And then we clear. Um and and I you know and I know that that's just like one simple question but it's the awareness that you know people are stuck and they are hiding and they are like going back to the safety zone instead of like really truly stepping into forward movement and really truly exploring outside their comfort zone and you know once so once you get to okay i am hiding you know what can i be to step out of this hiding and what action can i take to move me forward to change to not just change me but to change and be a greater contribution for others mm, great thanks Janice. beautiful anyone else have some thoughts around this question about, you know, the qualities they need to embody and as well as dealing with this rumbling uncertainty around them to have the ability to move forward with that that sense of vision and purpose. Yeah, um, it, it's funny that you bring this one up, Louise, because we, um, speaking about experimenting, Andrea, um, uh, uh, two of my dear friends and I, Lois Kelly and Sean Shepard, both, um, you know, really create creative and courageous people and, and dear friends. We um collaborated on a on a beta program that we called New Business Action Heroes this summer and we started to realize that you know being courageous isn't something we've translated into pragmatic bite size actions before. That on the whole we talk about taking action but we don't really talk about what it is to be courageous in action. Um, it's kind of expected or, you know, it, it just emerges by itself. So we kind of tinkered around with it and met with a group of people over eight weeks and then looked at what we'd done when we were facing fear, um, knowing that we needed to take a step, but what, what, how could we do that while feeling what we were feeling and not dishonoring it, not, you know, white-knuckling it or suppressing what we felt or making ourselves wrong for it, but just easing into it and then finding the, the flow. Um, and so we spent eight weeks moving from practical exercise to practical exercise, experiencing different ways together to meet you know, the desire to move forward with courage, practically, from a variety of different angles. And we had such a great time. Um, it taught the three of us that was innovating the program um, exactly what we'd been doing. 
Um, and we learn from each other. And it taught, helped all of us realize that we have more resources within us than most of us had had a chance to acknowledge before. And all of us got a chance to experience together that courage actually is pragmatic if we parse it out that way. Um, and I've been experimenting with the exercises ever since, and the group's been doing pretty well. Awesome. Sounds like a wonderful experience, um, observing that in action, Lisa. Beautiful. Andrea, any thoughts for you? Yeah, I think um, this one is very personal. Um, you know, what qualities of being am I cultivating for myself? Um, how can I wake up every day and be the best version of me? And I know there's two things that um, kind of really, I come back to that kind of on my life rosary, you know, like two beads on my life rosary. And um, one of them is one of the most excruciatingly hard things that I um, look in the mirror at every day. It's really, really difficult for me to um, to do. And so it's an ongoing path of mastery. But I find that it, it serves me so well when I can stay the course. And it has to do with... Um, looking complexity in the eye and saying no. Um, and by that I mean, I don't mean to say complex things are bad or, you know, um, it's just I know that when I know what to say no to, my yeses get stronger, clearer, more resilient, more flexible, more long, long-lived. And when I don't, you know, do that that sort of daily prayer of weeding out the complexity, then my work suffers, and I suffer personally. Um, so that's that's number one, is looking complexity in the face and saying no, saying no to the right things, and it's an ongoing training, um, much like the exercises I know Lisa and Lois and Sean were teaching in that course. And the second one, really, it has to do with putting myself in real-life situations that teach me. So enough thinking, enough talking. Not that talking is bad. Of course, we're doing some beautiful, juicy talking here. But once we've talked, get out and live, engage. Um, Overcooking the sauce on thinking. You know, what should I title this next program? And, you know, all the thinking, thinking, thinking. It's part of the complexity. So getting out there and actually doing with with good enough, not even good enough, is just like fine enough, you know, just good enough. Um, uh, those are the two things that come to me. Um, they're very personal that I work with every day on this particular one, Louise. Thanks, Andrea. You really do embody that and uh, you're a great role model for us. Um, I love, love that you're sharing this piece um, around the idea of complexity because I think so often you know, being people, creative beings, you know, many of us being creative beings as we um, build our businesses um, often get caught up in these convoluted, complex ideas and um, opportunities which take us down a rabbit hole. Um, And uh, so what I'm hearing as well from you, um, Andrea, is the opportunity to simplify and to to take action um, without getting caught up in the complexity of what we might be thinking of. Um, the other part to this as well is, um, and what I heard 
in in this is also decision making the opportunity the ability to make decisions or to be decisive um do you want to say a little bit more about that piece um Andrew because I think it it kind of follows really well from the conversation we were we were having having yesterday around this ability to be decisive in our businesses because I think in in that place of uncertainty where fear and doubt creep in um decisiveness can be a, a, a real challenge i believe for for many of us yeah it's a real challenge and it's an incredible upside opportunity if we can master become more masterly at decisiveness we're going to save ourselves so much angst um for me it's simple with regards to decisiveness anything that's not a hell yes is not a hell yes it's a no and to be clearer about it if you have stuff that's sitting in your maybe pile, you know, decisions that you're making that you're just not sure, you're just not sure, you're just not sure, you may become sure about them in the future, but until you are clear about them in the future, they're no's. And the reason that that's so simple is that we have so many choices in this uncertainty that we have plenty of yeses to keep ourselves busy until the maybes become clear. Right. But for most of us, we have so many choices that maybes are just, you know, ladies in waiting to knows. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And perhaps we're also playing with too many yeses that should be in the no pile as well. That's a possibility there as well. I'm wondering, Andrea, that we, we, di- we dip our toes into things that are maybes that really are taking our focus away from the hell yeses. I think so. I think we're protecting ourselves from the the the, uh, the invigorating um, experience of fully engaging with yeses at that point. And there can be plenty of good reasons to do that. We might still be um, sheltering ourselves, readying ourselves, all of that. Um, but if we are truly, genuinely interested in getting better at making decisions, it's a breath of fresh air and a great deal lighter, a lot less burdensome to very simply give ourselves guardrails that say, unless it's really a full-out, out-loud, passionate, whole-body yes, you know, like a When Harry Met Sally, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, not, it's, it's not a yes, it's a no, at least for now. Awesome. Great, thanks for that, Andrea. Anyone have any thoughts around what's just been shared, Lisa or Janice? I know this is such a, a fabulous, uh, juicy bit of conversation. Well, I I love what Andrew just said, and a lot of the people I talk to, um, they've very rarely felt that whole body yes, but they're starting to feel them now. It's it's a little yeah. bit like what we were talking about at the top of the conversation. You know, oh, we're we're now more sensitive and more awake and aware and migrating towards those bigger, full-on, full-body, orgasmic yeses. Um, and we're starting to realize that they actually feel a little scary. It's kind of what Jenna said. You know, we're so stimulated that excitement feels frightening. Um, and so we don't really know how to sort them through. So some of it is, again, acclimatization. And for some of us, we, we've never known what a full-on yes from our life is or has felt like we've been saying yes to a lot of things that aren't really ours. 
So that's uh-huh. that's been part of the learning too. It certainly has that's been huge. for me. Learning to only say yes to what my life makes me jump up and down over or mm-hmm. moan with pleasure over or whatever the case might be. Um, it, that takes a different kind of courage, too. Um, so, it, it, again, it comes back to the courage muscle. Yeah, I, I just love what you're saying there, Lisa, about uh, saying yes to your stuff and not someone else's. You know, I yep. think often we get influenced by what we think is the right path for us. Right. The other thing that I also see, too, is, and this was definitely the case for me, is that when it came time for me to say yes, I was also saying yes to standing out as something I was really afraid would brand me a nut job. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to blow my business up. People will think I'm crazy. I, it was like waving a free flag, and and I wanted to stand out, but I only wanted to stand out so far. And what my life was asking me to do, and what the opportunity meant, was that in order to meet people who very much like me have something extraordinary to offer that makes them look very different, be beyond comparison, as Andrea said earlier. It also means that we have to make peace with being a freak or a weirdo or what we think that's going to mean. I thought it meant it would blow up my business, and it did, but it blew it up into the stratosphere. It's a different kind of thing, but to the uncertainty thing, again, it's it's probable that it will blow it up, and I had to go, lean into it and go, but it's possible that it could blow it up in the best way. Um, so it's it's being okay with being different. It really is. There a whole culture of us is going, Ooh, do I really let myself be weird? And the answer is yes. And and that takes us out of comparison, but boy does it mean a lot of things. <laughs> wow. I love that uh, that phrase you use there, leaning into uncertainty, Lisa. Very powerful stuff. And look at what happened for you, that's so awesome. Very cool. Embracing our freak. <laughs> so this might be a perfect opportunity. Um, Jennifer, I think you maybe you have something to say about that, but um, <laughs> if you can just um, hold on that, onto that for a moment, I'm going to give each of us a chance to share about the gifts that you want to share with the audience. And I think this might be the perfect time for um, Lisa to, to just uh, share uh, uh, about bringing your freak on. <laughs> I, I forgot all about that. So thank you as you're talking, I'm like, oh yeah, um, because it is so tricky for most of us, and I, I, I know from personal experience what it was for me, and that it changed everything. It literally changed everything. It's, it's one of those, you know, there's life before and life after. That's what this was for me, um, and it freed me in ways that are still very difficult to articulate completely. It freed me to be. Myself, It freed me to be in business the way I now am able to be in business, and it freed my voice in, in ways that um, I'm still learning about. So I, I, and I offer this as often as I can because I know just how powerful it has been for me. Um, one of the things I want to extend to everybody who's listening is a, a home study program. It's, it's fun, and it's rather quick, so it doesn't take you forever um, it's a program called The Purposeful Profitability of Being Weird. But the thing to know is that weird is spent, spelt W-Y-R-D. 
because I found out that the root of the word in Old English is spelt W-Y-R-D, and it actually means path of destiny. So that if you mean to follow your purpose, if you mean to follow your destiny or meet it, you have to turn and embrace what you think will make you weird because that is what enables you to be unique and bring to life what only you are meant to. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lisa. And for those listening um, who haven't received um, the opportunity to download your gift, go to uh, budurl.com forward slash uncertainty normal, and you'll be able to um, get the information to download these wonderful free gifts that our guests have shared with us. Beautiful. Thanks for that, Lisa. Um, how, how appropriate to, to bring that up right now. <laughs> it's a pleasure, and I hope everybody uses it with a great deal of fun. Awesome. Great. So, so Jennifer, I wanted to just uh, tap back into your thoughts. I know you had something to say about um, what uh, Lisa just shared about, uh, you know, embracing, you know, your uniqueness and, and weirdness, you know, to, to really bring forth all of you into the world in, those, in times of uncertainty. Yeah, that was that has been my key to everything is being all of me and embracing all of me and all of the weirdness I am and all of the uniqueness I am and just like letting it out with total vulnerability. That's been really truly my change that's happened over the last 2 years is I stopped hiding and I stopped trying to be normal. And I stopped trying to do whatever I thought that marketers told me that I had to do. And instead, I just unleashed myself and just started saying it as I saw it, including all of the crap that I thought other people would judge me for and all everything. I thought if it would help people for me to come out and be totally vulnerable and totally weird and say it like it is, um, that was my change. Totally my change was I stopped trying to hide who I was and I came out and became my unique self. So that, um, you know, when she's saying it, I'm like cheering quietly. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like this little puppy that just wants to go over and lick her. I'm like, yeah, 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 more. You know, and I truly, Louise, feel that, gosh, if every single one of us could just embrace our unique gift and be ourselves and be ourselves, we would change this world. But we're trying to be normal and we're trying to fit in and we're trying to do this and we're trying to figure it out instead of just really, truly embracing all that we are and being who we are. And and I think that, you know, I didn't know that I was going to fall in love with Lisa, but my God, it totally happened. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm falling in love with all of you now. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so much richness in this conversation. It's just amazing. Um, uh, It it really is uh, really inspiring. Um, And, you know, what I'm hearing is that, you know, in uncertain times, if if it's going to be uncertain, why not em- embrace that in the mm-hmm. fullest way possible, you know, mm-hmm. to bring out all of who we can be 
in uncertain times. We don't know. There isn't certainty to step into. So, you know, if we can if we can embrace that, then um, you know anything is possible. And that's what I'm hearing through this this sharing. That's really well said, Louise. Because it that's exactly what <laughs> what happened for me. It, it, um, the moment I and I, I wouldn't have put it this way. I mean, the way we're articulating this is is you know m- many steps ahead of where I was when this happened. But the the imposition of a certain kind of control to manage, or at least convince myself I was managing uncertainty. Haha. Um, it had locked me in a cage that was invisible to me. So it's like we're, all, we're actually giving ourselves permission to throw exactly. caution to the wind. Exactly. Yeah. And finding out that those things we once thought we had to walk away to be safe, to be successful, or to be fill in the blank, is actually what we need today. And that normal is actually the unsafest thing. Yeah. And I think part of this process is us also, you know, we, we've we been taught to play it safe, to stay in confines, and, and it's, it's, it's a journey for us to break out of our shell, to break out of that mold, and to to experience something new and different. Um, again, in that sense, it can feel very wobbly, but, you know, it, it, you know when we give ourselves that permission to step through those, that doorway, it can be very freeing. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I had a client well, recently who said, and it goes to what Andrea said earlier, you know, she's she's practicing a lot of the things that we're talking about. And I spoke to her recently because she just had this huge win. And she, she said that a few months back she realized that she was using um, comparison to help herself navigate. That was Those were the guardrails, as Andrea put it earlier, that she used in her life. And all of a sudden, in order to respect and honor and respond to the call to build a business based on her purpose, she could. there was no comparison anymore. The guardrails were gone. And she had to learn how to navigate on her own. It was a brave new world, but it set her free. And that's that's really what you're talking about. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah. Um, Andrew, do you have any thoughts about this? Well, I mean, I, I'm moved to really celebrate because as we're hearing, it's what I said earlier. It's like incrementally trying to get to this glorious place of ultimately being our best selves, contributing the best service and value in our businesses um, is like, you know, trying to die by paper cut. You know, like if you're going to do something – just do it. And uncertainty provides us with that big, giant ring of fire to jump through. Um, if Lisa Bowles and Janice Blacker, neither of them took that risk, what what a loss. Yeah. What an extraordinary blank spot there would be. Mm-hmm. And you heard Lisa talk about it, and, you know, she – there was this, like, moment in time where it was just like, i got to be capital W-Y-R-D weird. And and it wasn't until, like, inching towards this thing. So if you've been inching towards it and, and you know in your heart as you're listening, it's like this, that there is a leap here where I just put my flag in the sand and I raise my voice, my turn my volume to 11 and do it. Mm. There are more 
dangerous things to do than that. Mm. Far more dangerous things. And and if if the stories that we're hearing here um, can can really be the fuel for the fire for that, I I truly I, you know I get like a stillness in my heart if I think of that you know Jennifer and Lisa had not done that. How many people would not be? How many people would have been harmed had they not had the courage to do that? Yeah. Wow. So this idea then of giving ourselves permission to step through that embrace uncertainty means that we we um, can acknowledge that it feels risky, but it's it's risky not to do it. That's that's what I'm hearing through all of Far this. riskier. Yes. Yeah. And we stand yeah. on the precipice together, aware yeah. together that maybe now together um, we can make the world and the business that we want to, that we've always ached to. Like, uh, thank you, Andrea. I mean, all of us here, you know, if we hadn't made the leaps we did, what would it leave the world without? And for those who are, you know, I love that, you know, death by paper cut. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know, you know, bleeding slowly our way, um, crawling instead of leaping. You know, not only are you suffering, but so are we, because we need you. We really do. If no one knows what the future holds, it may as be what you want. It, the future may as well belong to you. Okay. Right? It's a quote from the entrepreneurial mindset. So it's stop waiting for it to be defined and come be delivered to you. You are part of this. We we need the color of paint that only you can provide. Mm, that's beautifully put, Andrea. I think this is perfect timing as well for you to share a little bit about uh, your invitation to our, our, our listeners as well, Andrea. I know you have this amazing um, virtual intensive coming up called How to Be First. I mean, how perfect is that for this conversation, you know, to, mm-hmm. to share about that? Do you want to say a couple little things about that? Sure. Um, you know, in a very real way, I think that as entrepreneurs, we're like Neil Armstrong, you know, we're, we're trying to get to the moon. Um, and being first comes with it a whole bunch of very special circumstances. Um, we we don't have the luxury of just choosing a market that already exists and providing Ginsu knives to that same market. It's a very different set of business building activities and tools. Um, so when you're uh, breaking new ground, you need to learn things like how to create a demand where there isn't one yet. Okay, and you know how to go naturally where your strengths will be of exponential value, rather than going to a place where your strengths are very common. Um, how to be first? The virtual intensive actually starts next week, um, and it will feature case studies from business owners who have broken new ground and achieved success on their very own terms. Sometimes very unusual definitions of success. It's an entirely free virtual intensive. I'll be teaching principles uh, that emerge from the case studies that we use. So we're going to show you success stories, and then we're going to um, derive teaching points from those case studies. And um, the price is certainly right, so I hope that you will uh, go on ahead and join us for those uh, teaching and interview sessions, as well as um, we have a little downloadable poster that has the 10 guiding principles for your thought leadership. 
um, ten guiding principles, not rules, not a system. Okay, guys, they're guiding principles. Um, and you heard me say one of them earlier, you know, um, put yourself in real-life situations that, that teach you is one of the ten guiding principles. So you can learn the other nine um, if you go there and opt in to be part of this virtual intensive. Beautiful. So, again, if you'd like to get access to that, go to... Um budurl.com forward slash uncertainty normal and you'll be able to download that gift as well access to that beautiful intensive and I just know from and knowing Andrea well and knowing her work well that um, you know when she delivers even when it's something like free like this which is just such a gift it really is because she delivers so much a deep information um, so don't miss it Great. Um, so the next question I just want to ask everyone is, you know, it's one thing to say we need to act on our courage muscle and step into uncertainty, but how can we teach ourselves resilience and the, the ability to handle risk in, you know, in stepping into this? Does anyone have any thoughts or comments about that? If you're dealing with doubt and fear, you know how do you take that step? Well, resiliency is. Um, I kind of draw on that uh, two different, very personal ways. Um, my life in general, because um, my life informs how I live in my business. I mean, that's where the line between being in business and being a human being ends for me. That and my principles, my sense of purpose. But you know, I I had to learn to be resilient in my personal life and I didn't really understand it but um, having that muscle to borrow on had made some of that leap I made possible. I'm not sure I would have been able to do it the way that I did it um, if I hadn't had some already. So anybody who's had challenges in their life probably has a muscle but you just don't think of it that way. And as long as you can kind of turn your attention towards it and know that it's there, then you, you've actually got a resource in your back pocket ready and waiting for you to optimize. So that's that's one for me. Um, and then taking the leap, um, it taught me resiliency. I, I learned to be resilient as I responded to what I was met with. Um, responding, responding, resulting. You know, it was a living experiment, and Andrea talked about that earlier. Uh, experimenting, listening, and learning to respond moment to moment to moment really does a, a couple of things, one of which is building resiliency. Because um, I learn I can. Even when my mind might tell me I can't, or five hours sleep the night before <laughs> tells me I, I can. I learn, I learn, I learn. And I learned that I'm better at learning than I think I am. Um, and it also teaches me how creative and resourceful I am. Those are things that you have to learn by, and it's been this way for me, and it's, it's, it's that way for pretty much everyone I've ever worked with. Um, we find out that we are these things, and we can grow these things in ourselves by living in the moment. I mean, this is living in the moment. It's as, it's as living in the moment as it gets. While applying so yourself I mean, to doing something pragmatic and meaningful and all those other things, but, I mean, this is the art of living. 
101. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. The Art of Living. There's a book in there, Lisa. <laughs> um, what I'm hearing is also that we get to um, learn through experience, and that means to um, experience the failures to get to the to, to what it is that we're creating as a whole. Um, you know, I think so many creative entrepreneurs, you know, following their soul's purpose, get put off along the way because, you know, what they've tried didn't work, um, and then they they hop onto the other thing to try something else, and um, you know, so there's a question of getting stopped by the failures and and perhaps moving away too fast to something new. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about thoughts on on that from either Andrew or Janice. Co-Janice. <laughs> Janice, are you there? Have we lost Janice? Oh, no. Darn oh, it. so sad. It's, she's, she's here. What's going on? Um, Still muted. Jen- muted, I think. You're, you're muted, Janice. Let's see if we can get you back. Janice, <laughs> are you there? I am. I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Something disconnected me for a second there. Yeah, oh my goodness. You were, you were muted on my dashboard for some reason. Okay, perfect. Glad yeah. you're back. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this this you know, in my work, you know, we we don't go into like managing resilience or trying to stretch your courage muscle or train it or anything like that. We really go into how can you be it, you know, and really step you into being it and clearing out all the crap around the energies that doesn't allow you to be whatever you can be in the total potency of all that you are. So to answer your question without going into, like, all the clearings around that, that that is what how I look at it is, no, we don't try to train it. We don't try to practice it. We literally say, no, you're a creative being. You step into the potency of what you are and you be it. Anything that doesn't allow that, you destroy and uncreate. And, you know, maybe that's energies that you've brought in. And I know that got totally woo-woo on you guys. But you know what? I feel like I fit in with the weird crowd now. <laughs> but that's how yeah, and that's literally what has happened in my in my life is I said, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm I'm a creator and I'm going to be and create anything and I'm not going to create challenge, I'm not going to create struggle. I'm going to create what I want to in this reality. And uh, I know that can be sometimes far out, but that is how I do look at it from a real world perspective. Janet. So, so if you were to look at it from this place of, you know, creation and something didn't work, you know, how would you how would you step through that? Well, I think the first question is, did it really not work, or is that a judgment? Mm-hmm. You know, and really looking at, well, what what is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? And how do I change it? And those four questions will really, truly bring you forward. But I think that oftentimes we'll, when we're building businesses, when we're stepping into you know, a greater being, when we're stepping 
outside our comfort zone, what really truly happens is we get to a place that we go, well, it's not working. You know, I'm making mistakes. I'm wrong. And and it's not true necessarily. That's just a judgment that it's wrong. It's just a judgment that you've made a mistake. And if we can just look at it and say, oh, okay, well, I did this, and it created this, and I judge this as not what I want to create, well, what needs to be changed here? Mm-hmm. And when we can step out of the emotions of all of that and just look at things for what they are instead of judging every little thing, and then uh, sadly for us entrepreneurs, then we not just judge every little thing, but then we go into self-judgment and self-doubt and self-worthiness. And, you know, it's it's time. I mean, this is the time we're starting to get awareness of this, and and I think it's really time for us to stop it. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting uh, perspective. Thanks, Janice. I'd mm-hmm. love for you to have an opportunity to share about your gift as as well, Janice. I know that it's it's about helping us being open to receiving, and I think it's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense of what you're saying that um, you know we we need to have that openness to be able to step into all of our being and and uh, create. Um, our soul, you know, what our soul is is asking us to 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 create. So, if you'd like to share a little bit about that, that would be awesome. Cool. So, what I put together is the three uh, introductory or beginning calls to what I call sexy money, which is how to receive the yumminess of wealth in and through the infinite body and oneness. And it starts to you know bring awareness to these 12 clearing codes. In 2011, I really went into this uh, work of consciousness and, so you know, once I did and started to not try to figure anything out and really stepped into simply following the energy to grow my practice, I, you know, we went far beyond seven figures and this year we've gone way far beyond it. And I just started to ask questions. And so in this work, I go into what I call my 12 money clearing codes. And we, you know, look at your secret hidden spots and we look at your distractor energies and um, really looking at how to not buy into the story in, to in any way and, and really truly receive possibilities. So you get three full MP3s, which are about 75 minutes to 90 minutes, that really truly introduce you to this work of beingness and stepping into all of that and stepping into it all of it in terms of receiving type of energies. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, Janice. And I, I can really see how that would help us cut through the... Um, you know the negative energies of of uh, confusion and fear and doubt. You know when you're able to use those um, those tools um, to to create the, mm-hmm. the supportive energy in in, in uh, stepping into what's what's right for you. So um, thank you for sharing that. It's, it sounds really powerful. And um, again, you can go to budurl.com forward slash uncertainty normal that's budurl b-u-d-u-r-l dot com forward slash uh, uncertainty 
normal and um, get put your details in there to get the, the gift downloads. All right, awesome. So, um, Andrea, I'd just love to hear if you have any comments on what we were talking about a moment ago, um, particularly with the ability to move forward beyond a, a, a failed experience, um, to be able to step beyond that uh, and keep moving towards, um, you know, what what is right for you, you know, particularly when you feel that uncertainty in that experience, and then we can we can close off with some some golden nuggets you, we all want to um, leave our audience with and, and uh, go go from there. Mm-hmm. Sure. And actually, I'm glad uh, to be able to do that because I do have to step off actually here in just a quick moment, but I'd be happy to answer the question. Um, really, uh, again, from a very personal lens, I think after, you know, through experiencing failure, one of the best possible things, again, to be as tangible and actionable as possible is to really feel your feelings fully. Feel every morsel and pixel and every thunderstorm, lightning bolt, every, you know, all the emotions. And preferably feel them while you're feeling them rather than sandbagging them, repressing them, and having to go back and, you know, do retroactive feeling. Um, Better to be up-to-date and present with your emotions. It's sort of like decluttering your house as you go. Um, rather than let all the emotions pile up and all of a sudden you're waking up in a, in a scene of emotional hoarders and you need an intervention. This actually does wonders like a storm does wonders to cleanse a city or a field or a yard or, you know, what have you. Um, and as simple as that sounds, you have to try it in order to really believe it. So if in getting to know me a tiny bit here through Louise's lovely introduction, um, you can trust and try this idea of feeling your feelings fully. I think that you'll have real live data and experimenting with your own life that doing just that will allow you to fail more resiliently and f- fear failure less. So if that's the kind of final word from me to leave you with through uncertainty is, yes, fear is inevitable, but you can feel through it and that fear melts and then go on ahead and leap if you can, because that's what uncertainty really gives us, is opportunity to leap. Beautiful. Thank you, Andrea. It's that sense of making friends with with uh, fear and, and, and all the other emotions that come with it to be able to move through it. Um, exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Thank, thanks for having me, Louise. And sorry you have to drop off, but thank no you problem. both to Janet and great. Lisa as well. All right. It was Bye-bye great to now. have you here. Bye. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh, um, leave our audience with uh, final thoughts from Janice and, and Lisa as well. So, Lisa, what uh, what final thought do you have for our audience? Well, the the idea, two things really. The idea that uncertainty as the new normal is is something to adjust to, and to be patient with yourself as you do that. Wait but that it's also the greatest opportunity we have. Um, uncertainty and leaping into it radically changed my life three years ago. It is it making that leap, embracing the uncertainty of being all me, as weird as I am, um, 
you know, it it is what <laughs> made my business explode into the stratosphere, and it became a practice I learned, as Andrew just said, I learned I could trust, that I could trust myself in it, that I could trust the opportunities were there, that I could trust my capacity to find them and meet them um, and make the most of them the way I'm supposed to, and that by embracing all that I am, as Dennis so wonderfully put it, I'm in the best possible position to do that. Um, and that if we all do that, and this is my firm belief, I, my heart leads in my business with this belief, that if we all say yes to this now, that we stand on the precipice of changing the world and doing it without carving anything of ourselves out, this is an extraordinary opportunity. And w- while it is hard sometimes, and it does freak people out, myself included. Um, this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. It really is. It's exciting, isn't it, really, yeah. when you look at it from that perspective. Yep. Yeah, it holds so much possibility. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Lisa. Wise words. Okay, and let's hear from Janice. I concur. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, I, I, I really truly feel that this world, if we could all step into all that we are without judgment, that will change this world. And yes, you know, yes, we may be in a time of uncertainty, but that doesn't stop us from being a con- the conscious creators that we are. Yeah. Beautiful. In fact, it, it calls us to be more of that, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thanks so much to both of you and to Andrew, who's just dropped, dropped off. It's just been a fabulous, fabulous conversation. Um, for anyone who joined us late and would like to get the recording or would like to download the gifts from our wonderful guests, you can go to budurl.com forward slash uncertainty normal that's budurl.com b-u-d-u-r-l.com forward slash uncertainty normal and i'd encourage you to go and get those wonderful gifts that they've shared it sounds great and if you want to listen to this conversation again uh, we'll be able to send the recording to you as well so you'll have that uh, to hand so i think this is a great conversation to ruminate on a little bit and and uh, to re-listen to, to to pick up those gems that you might have missed or want to remind yourself about. I know that I'm going to. So um, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's been wonderful having you here, and um, uh, I look forward to more conversations like this. Thank you, Janice. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Andrea. Take care, everyone. Wonderful to have you here, and look forward to the next time we have a thought leader discussion on Keys to Clarity Radio. Take care. Bye now. Thank, thank you. Thank you.